Like, is, is that a good synopsis of a hundred thieves? to fly in Golden Guardians, dude? Come on, man. Uh. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Eye of the Watchers podcast, giving you all the support and insight you need to get hyped about League of Legends esports. We are going to be doing another power ranking. Uh, we had some good feedback for the last one. We think we might try to do these every week and just see how our power rankings change, especially if there's good stuff to talk about. So let's just jump right into things. We have Manny and Rhino to my sides if you're watching on YouTube. Otherwise, <laughs> I mean, you'll hear their voices. Let's get into it. Yes. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to run through the first three. We have C9 at number one, Fox at number two, and Team Liquid at number three. I think it's pretty collective. That's where most people put all these three teams, give or take a spot. But these are the top three, right, guys? Yeah. No, yeah. I, I think it's really clear. And, yeah, I, and honestly, I think we, we disagree slightly on first and second, me from you two. But mm -hmm. I think I like it's not a big enough disagreement where I'd say, <laughs> how dare you put C9 in first? I could definitely see it. Um, I think like the question marks that... I mean, just looking back at our original power ranking, the question marks we saw, mm -hmm. um, they're obviously been answered, right? And I think it's it's pretty good. It, they look like a crazy good team. So, all right. Excited so, to see them. so, Manny, you put Fox at number one. So, why don't you tell us why you put Fox over C9 on your ranking? Dude, I'll <laughs> die by that. Dardock, <laughs> Zach. If they don't ban Zach, Dardock has a 100% win rate on Zach. He, he's crazy good. Hooney takes a lot of pressure. Um, you know, people are like, well, we need to stop, we need to neutralize Hooney. And it's like, you do that, but then Altic and Adrian, again, they're, they're not, like, this is not a team that will necessarily just steamroll you throughout the map. Mm -hmm. Like C9, like C9 has very strong, like, lanes, but I think like the ways I've seen them play, it's like, they, they've had a couple games that yeah they probably should have lost but because of how good they played and like you know the the kind of like bend but not break mentality yeah mm -hmm. uh it, it showed like that this team even in huge deficits um i mean and you could argue that like against the team they're playing with but like even with huge deficits this team still has pulled out a good amount of wins so i i, I think they're 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 definitely number one for me. But. Gotcha, gotcha, cool. So Rhino, why why is C nine number one for you? Uh, I think the team plays just overall better. Okay. Um, I don't think that the one game that they had a matchup. I think we'll see it next week, right? Next week is again the rematch between, yeah, Cloud Nine and uh, Echo Fox on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. and then on Saturday it's against TSM. So Ooh, spicy. Yeah, so, so I think this is a this is sort of like a this could change for me, but uh, I think that. Uh, it's very marginal. I think next week's going to be a good uh, litmus test to see if Cloud9 is as legitimate as everybody thinks they are. Yeah, and I, I think the big, uh, I mean, Manny was hinting at this, the big question mark, Licorice in the top lane, I mean, he's doing work. He's doing fine. He's hanging with the big boys, right? Oh, yeah. Rookie of the split. He's smacking <laughs> around the big Almost boys, by dude. far. Yeah, yeah, to, around, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, cool. Um, so in the third place, we had Team Liquid. I mean, I think basically what it comes down to is their roster is just beastly and scary. And that's carrying them far. And they're still figuring things out and meshing as a team. But they are by far above everyone else still. I think we can all agree on that yeah. one. There's still a clear disconnect. We have like in like three groups right now, or at yeah. least you have yeah. four groups. Yeah. So, so uh, I yeah. think that's the they're, they're like the, the cutting point between where you get like sort of the higher... 
uh, marginal period before you get from the higher yeah. tier teams to like middle. Yeah, for sure. so. I, I think they they did slump. Um, they they haven't looked as hot as they they started off with, mm-hmm. and I think that's also partially like they've had. I mean, not only tough competition, but they've also just been playing against like, uh, like I think it's one of those things where it's like teams start finding out how to how to win, right? Mm-hmm. And that's that's punishing bot lane. It's like if they can't get a lead in bot lane, well, guess what? Top lane's not going to be able to to carry the game, right? The, we saw Impact doing the same stuff in C9. You know, Impact yeah. is a great player, but like he he wouldn't necessarily hard carry for you. Yeah. So you, you setting a, uh, them behind, like from front side of the map, is makes it hard. And then Pope Elter is just kind of like stuck, being like, where well, where do I go? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and teams have been kind of like punishing that so i think you know it's it's interesting for sure yeah mm-hmm. i think that's also why you see like the why that also like the origination of the whole like top die meme is because he was supposed to be like a consistent player not necessarily like solo killing so uh-huh. that's why something that was unexpected like he's just a rock in the top lane but that puts so much pressure on pull belter and uh double lift to carry and i think i think specifically this week might have tilted impact a little bit I think the the mind games of uh, Cloud9 might have sort of messed it up a little bit. He might have mm. ate his words. So I think that might have tilted him this weekend. But, uh, I mean, like we put him in third because, I mean, they clearly lost to the, the two teams above them in, in a pretty handily fashion. So I think that, that solidifies their third place ranking in my mind. Do you th- do you think that the gap between Team Liquid and the top two teams versus Team Liquid and the bottom, the teams below them are bigger? Which gap is yeah. bigger? Yeah, I think I like to think that uh, the TSM TL gap is a lot bigger than the TL to Fox, which makes it that much bigger for Fox to TSM from our fourth place. Gotcha. Yeah. Which is spoiler alert: that's our fourth place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, um, uh, for sure, for sure. I, I think I, I completely agree with that. And then we'll we'll go more more into detail. Um, but hell, like Team Liquid beat destroyed TSM in a 26-minute game, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't even close. And yes, this was first week TSM, but, like, there's still, like, a lot of those issues, right? So I think it it, it is a lot bigger. Unless, you know, we start seeing, like, the the curse flip its, itself and, you know, <laughs> Team Liquid haven't been able to leave that fourth place too too far, so yeah, uh, it'll, be, it'll be interesting. Yeah, I don't think that I don't think that curse is following, but um, I do think that like with this coming up, uh, it's a good test, right? Because I mean, it's the early game focus from Team Liquid and how they play it. They tried and close out early because, and I think from closing out early, it must like be something they do in scrims too. But they have little to no practice in mid to late game, is what it was. What at least what I noticed from Fox and Cloud Nine. Gotcha. Cool. All right. So going into the middle of the pack, we have TSM and Clutch Gaming tied for fourth place. And this one is a tough one because I think we disagree with the rankings for these guys where they lie in this middle of the pack. Um, what can we say yeah. about TSM? Uh, Manny, why don't you go first? Because you, you like them and Rhino just apparently <laughs> hates TSM. Um, yeah. So Manny, what's I, up? <laughs> I like it. Um, to, to, we obviously discussed this, um, beforehand and I do want to say, I, I agree with Rhino. I just mm-hmm. don't think the, personally, I don't see the points being as big of an issue as they end up being right. Okay. Um, and so 
TSM still needs to show themselves against the top team. I mean, they did have a huge, humongous lead against Echo Fox. People were like, oh my God, they're going to be the first team to beat Echo Fox. What the hell, TSM? <laughs> like, what are you doing? Like, Echo Fox is the best team. They threw a 10K gold lead. They did the same with uh, Clutch Gaming, which, you know, again, that's that's who they're tired. So I, I still think that this team is is improving. I think that... It's not like it's not right to say, oh, you just put like, you know, um, their, your faith and just their raw skill and talent. Mm -hmm. But that's that's kind of like what, what I'm going for. Um, <laughs> I think I think honestly, like once you fix these small things, like they looked so much better from day one to day two. Right. And mm -hmm. yes, it's against it was like the, the second day um, this week was against COG, but like it was drastically better. Even, even when they were like, they threw, it was still like not even close. And in, in my opinion, so I think like this team learns a lot and it's like, they they are still very driven to like improve and they're nowhere near, uh, their, their ceiling as of yet, you know? Gotcha. And, and I, I, that's why I put them in fourth. I think they have that potential to being the fourth best, uh, regular season team. Okay, cool. So what about you, Rhino? Why is TSM supposed to be 10th? Just kidding. I have, I have at 7th, okay? Let's not, let's not skew the numbers here. But um, I have at 7th and significantly lower than most other of the middle pack teams because, I mean, if you look at their mid to late game and every game that they get, like, I think it's sort of like a progression, right? Like, you see how TSM performs. They lost every early game they played mm -hmm. for the first, like, three weeks. And then they went on to win early game now. But now that they have had so much focus on the early game, they have no idea what to do to mid, mid to late game. <laughs> They're aimlessly wandering around. They can't secure neutral objectives. <coughs> Apollo. <laughs> but it's just like every single time that they try and formulate a lead, they don't know what to do with it. They pick bad engages. They don't have good target selection in team fights. They don't, their, their warding is super heavy on the bot side, but then they don't play around the bot side of the map. So then what's the point of warding the bot side of the map? Like it just seems like a waste of resources, and it seems like the team is still not on the same page. Like Zven and Mithy want a lot of protection for the bot side, but then that leaves top top lane exposed, and it leaves mid lane exposed. So then, what do you do? They decide to play and group up top side. So I don't understand what the point of that is. So it's 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 decisions like that where the team still doesn't feel cohesive. Maybe they'll get it by the end of the split, but I'm gonna think in like a short term mentality. Like mm -hmm. if you ask me they don't make playoffs because teams are going to figure out what they're doing. Mm. If you can exploit TSM's early game, it's like they're thinking so linearly about the game that it's hard for other teams not to notice what they're doing. That's why everybody can take advantage of it, right? Like you saw Clutch Gaming. They're like, okay, they're playing early game. They want to fight a lot early game. What, what should we do? Let's just pull back and like just go for 50-50s because mm -hmm. then that way we'll get back. We'll claw ourselves back into the game and then we can win late game with team fights because they had no experience with this. What do they do? They wait, they pull back, they win a late game team fight, they win the game. That's all they have to do. It's the <laughs> second time that they throw a huge gold lead from their from early advantage. Was it 10K? Like, that's ridiculous. There's no reason to throw something like that. They don't know how to close out. So I think this game was 6K, but yeah. That's but like the, regardless. That's still a lot of gold lead. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like with games going right now with the average game time, aside from like Team Liquid, like going super long, you have to know how to play those mid to late game team fights, especially with a team. So if you don't know how to do that, then I don't know, in my opinion, it just, it just feels like <laughs> you're never going to be a top tier team. Like you can look great, win the early game, but if, if you can 
if you can't outclass a, a heavy team fight, like heavy team fight oriented team like Cloud9 or Echo Fox, you're just never going to win the game. Sure. Cool. All right. So then uh, Clutch Gaming, who is also tied for fourth, why I think they've been looking stronger and stronger every week, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think also this is it's it's funny because I've always said that um, you know Clutch Gaming and C9 are very similar in a lot of ways. Um, aside from having like probably the best bot lane in NA right now uh, for <laughs> C9, uh-huh. but like Clutch Gaming, we had like the question mark of Solo. What the hell is Solo gonna do? Solo's been playing great too. Not yeah. at the level of Licorice, right? He's not hard carrying, but like. He's been playing really good too. He's been playing consistently and like takes a lot of pressure, but doesn't throw away a game. So I think like mm-hmm. that same question is answered. The big shock for me is like the huge question mark now in the jungle. Like Lyra has not been performing to anywhere near the level he was, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. I mean, like we, we were hyping it up before with like the Lyra, Lyra Fevavin. It's like Fevavin's still playing well. Like, hell yeah. But like Lyra isn't. That that TSM game, I think it was a four v five that that uh, Clutch Gaming <laughs> won. Uh, in all honesty, right? Like, it, yeah. it, it it just doesn't feel like they're they have like a solid jungler. When originally looking at this team on paper, you see Lyra, you think that this is a solid, again, the solid team with the solid jungler, you know, solid mid. But it's just the questions are popping up where like originally they weren't, and that's to me like the main reason Clutch Gaming is uh, weaker. Than the uh, like than TSM, but uh-huh. again, I don't th- like I don't. I'm like I'm not willing to like necessarily fight for it because I see both sides of, of the coin, right? Sure. <clears throat> I know. Is there anything to add to that one about Clutch Gaming? Uh, it seems like Clutch Gaming has a horseshoe up their ass for fifty fifties. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. I dare not bet against somebody that has a lucky streak. So <laughs> that, I think that's that, true. Yeah, I think like uh. In this case, I think Apollo and Hakuo aren't a excessively like amazing bot lane. I think they're a solid bot lane. I think if you were to mm-hmm. like put it, like coagulate or like if you were to splice impact into two people, that'd be Apollo and Hakuo. Like still be able to do something in the middle late game. But even if you take on so much pressure, the only problem is that you lose uh, like gold income on two players instead of just one. Mm-hmm. But I think Fevin's a monster. I think Solo's mm-hmm. a monster. And I think once Lyra warms up to the team. Because you gotta remember, this is a completely mid, different uh, mid top synergy that he's playing with. Oh, yeah, that he's sure. used to playing with. So I think that, like, from the perspective of like, holy, holy shit, I have a competent top laner. Holy shit, I have a competent mid laner. What do I do? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think that that's the complete difference. He doesn't feel like he has to hard carry. So he looks a little bit uncomfortable on champions that are like super team oriented. At least that's what it looks like to me. Like when you play Sejuani, yeah. he was going for some super early aggressive invades against Team Liquid. Against uh, against Smithy, and then he just got himself killed like two or three times. I remember no. watching that game, thinking Lyra feels like he's she thinks he's playing Lee Sin, but he's playing Sejuani. <laughs> like sure. maybe it's just like a playstyle adaptation or maybe what? He's bored but... of this meta. Maybe this meta. Just yeah, really he's really bored of the meta. Exactly. I don't know. Maybe they need to switch things up and put Apollo in the jungle and Lyra in the bot lane. I don't know. Apollo. Yeah, Ezreal jungle yet again. He doesn't even <laughs> need smite. Look at that. Freeze up a summer <laughs> spell. There you go. Also, I, I also, would. Go ahead. Honestly, I hate. I'm God. God forbid me saying this, but I would like to see how Moon fits into this team. Oh. I would like to see Moon get a chance at this, and to see because I think Moon's play style 
comparatively with Febivin and Solo, I think that would be a really interesting combo to look at. And like, even just to try it for like one of like the even matchup games. I know they can't really throw too many games away because they're really contesting for the playoff spots right now. Yeah. But I think if you're going to try something in scrims, definitely give Moon a shot here. Because I think Moon is a creative jungler, and I think that's what they need. And I think Lear's getting really bored of the stale. I, I uh, think it's funny that you mentioned that because I think Moon and Lyra are very similar in some aspects, like, you know, like in, in terms of like the creativity that they have, like different champions and stuff, but like creativity. I mean, heck, like you put Moon in, you you force an Evelyn ban, right? Because yeah, exactly, Moon's like yeah. fucking God <laughs> on Evelyn. Like, it's, it's funny. So I, I, I do agree. I think I think it would be interesting to see. Um. I just also want to uh, mention that we need to check the tapes um, because I remember saying that Solo was a extremely great improvement from Seraph. And I see Rhino <laughs> smiling already because he knows. He's like, hell no, Solo's fucking trash. I was like, oh, nobody could <laughs> such, such a huge improvement. He's like, hell check the no. tapes. Bring check them out. Check them. I don't believe you. Dude, I'm for sure. Delete, 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 delete. <laughs> yeah. delete, delete, delete. He's like, oh, no. Um, but I think, yeah, I mean, I think it's it's clear cut on, on uh, clutch gaming. If they're not, if again, if they're not necessarily fourth, they're no lower than fifth. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's pretty clear at the yeah. very least. Yeah, I think I, I agree with that right now. It, that is clear unless something big changes. Um, we'll see if they flop. I mean, they are best of one. So who knows what happens, right? Um, right. So the next team that we want to talk about, I don't think we need to talk much about. And maybe I could say something because I like 100 Thieves and I watch the, at least their <laughs> games. They are sixth on our list. Again, kind of a little bit everywhere between fifth and seventh on our list. From my understanding, 100 Thieves, like, they kind of play slow and then they play smart but way too passive and then nothing happens and they lose. Dude. Like, is, is that a good synopsis of 100 How'd you Thieves? lose to fly in Golden Guardians, dude? Come on, man. Uh, best of one, so anything can happen, right? Yep. 100 Thieves, oh, so number one. So. <laughs> so I watched team, that and I fair. was so tilted. To be fair, I, I, I was oh. as I was watching um, the 100 Thieves versus Golden Guardians... They drafted a composition where you need to help the top side of your map because mm -hmm. you're against an Alawi with a tank, which is mm -hmm. Orn, but Orn has been uh, nerfed. And even regardless, Alawi is a counter to Orn. I don't think Sejuani, which was uh, Meteos, mm -hmm. like showed top pre six at any point, which that's that's what you need to you need to put that Alawi behind. Lorlo had a 40 CS lead on someday. <laughs> like they drafted something and they completely misplayed it. So to me, I put I put uh 100 thieves in seventh because mm -hmm. the way that they, they started hot, but they way that it seems like teams just discovered their play style and just found a way to stop it, hard stop it. Mm -hmm. And they looked awful this weekend. Like they had no creativity. Some they looked Sunday looked like Sarah at the points, you know. <laughs> um, it, it, it honestly, it wasn't like Rio was trying, sure, but mm -hmm. cool. Like, what else do you have? You know, like Cody's son was was lackluster as well. Like, it just they had an awful week. Yes, you could say like you could slot it as they just had a bad week, but even before this past week, like they weren't looking too hot, right? They they yeah. went one on one, and it's but it wasn't like convincing. In, in my yeah. eyes, at least. So 
I think they should be lower, but I mean, you know, I, I think like we've been saying, yeah, best of ones and stuff. We need to see how they react to, to this zero and two week. Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. <laughs> I would agree with that a hundred percent. I think, like you said, I I think they figured them out, right? They were just like, oh, okay, like let's just play, let's just skate through the early and mid game, and let's wait for late game, and then Afrimo is going to carry us. And they realized, wait a minute, Afrimo is not the only person that's good at shot calling late game. Everybody's figured out that we can play late game now. Okay, so what do we do? Uh, I think we just roll over and die the early game, and that's literally what happened. So they just it felt like they sacrificed so much early and put so much emphasis on mid to late, and then they just they dug themselves a deficit. That they just could not come back from. It was really, really un. It was really unfun to watch because there's a lot of like missed opportunities. I think from on the on the case of Medios and uh, and Ryu from that little uh, synergy combo. Cool. Yeah. All right. So in the seventh place, we have FlyQuest. Uh, how has FlyQuest kind of crept up our rankings a little bit? I, I think I have the highest. Right. Yeah, I have them at fifth. Yeah, you do yeah. have them at fifth. Yeah, which I'd be down to put them in fifth too. But Ooh. go ahead, start off. Start off your reasoning. <laughs> uh, I think that now that we're seeing a completely different team and how much they played against Cloud Nine this week, I believe. Yes, was that this week? Yeah. Yes, they played. It was game one. Yeah, uh, they gave Cloud Nine a pretty good run for their money, and that was impressive to watch. Mm-hmm. That, that I looked at them, I'm like, okay, that's pretty solid. Like that wasn't that bad. Then, yeah. came, then came the then came the late game, <laughs> but like every other game. But uh, like they had, I mean, part of it was on the the play. I think of Cloud Nine for the early mid game, but uh, the early mid game I thought was played very well by FlyQuest. Like they looked pretty good. Like I liked I liked the flame pressure. Flame looked like he was old flame again. Mm-hmm. He he made Licorice feel like a little useless in the early game, and actually like. Still stomp that matchup for what's supposed to be Vlad favored. He, he didn't favor it. And I think Fly, for at least until Jensen got like six kills, was keeping up with uh, uh, Jensen in the mid lane. So but, I think that uh, yeah. I think that could be a team that over time, that would progressively get a lot better. I think Fly looks good. I think Wild Turtle is going to be good. Um, Jay, I don't really know how I felt about Jay, that substitution. I felt like there there was a little bit of an indication of his inexperience, but other than that, I think that the fly and uh, wild turtle flame that core four that's really uh, strong. That looks yeah, really strong to me. Yeah. Before uh, Manny gets his word in, yeah. The, what happened? If you guys aren't aware, Keen is now fly is now in fly quest. So Keen is back on the academy team, which was that was the original intent. And then apparently there's been there was an understanding that JJ and Stunt will. Sp- will both have time on the LCS stage, probably with Stunt being on there most of the time. But they're like, hey, JJ, we're going to get you in there, which I think is pretty cool for an org to like just promise one of their academy players. So that that's pretty cool. Good job on FlyQuest and also not like worrying too much about their uh, their uh, ranking and worrying more about the kind of the long-term benefit and just their players. But um, yeah, he did all right. Manny, what do you have to say about FlyQuest? So... I was actually gonna also say like with that they also did that with Onda and Shrimp, mm-hmm. um, which I think Shrimp is good. He just underperformed. It was like a tough week for them. They ended up going zero and two, um, or whatever. Like the week before, 
I'm okay with you guys, like, you know, like with, with an organization, like flipping around. I, I think I also agree. I think that's really cool. I mean, JJ, what if he's like untapped potential? You just have like a crazy <laughs> good, like he could be like a smoothie, like in all honesty, like smoothie just came out of the gates. Right. And like, or like wild came out swing and replaced chaos, like back in yeah, season like, like, two it, or three. It could be something like, it could be like something like that. I mean, mm-hmm. it's also great that he played collegiate, uh, you know, yeah. which is which she said that that's his intention was to show that collegiate players could make it to the LCS. And oh, lo and behold, he did that. Um, I think they play better with stunt uh, personally. Um, but I mean, it's not like a huge issue. I agree. I love fly fly. Like, honestly, like he, I don't want to say he dominated, but like he he proves that he's like good. You know, he's like high caliber. <laughs> Um, I think the fly on the um, flame, those three in particular, like yeah. the top side of the map, disgusting. Like, holy crap. Like flame can hold his ground, especially if he shows to be like flame of old. I think he can really, uh, you know, put a dent in, in some scoreboards. Um, and then wild turtles just cons- consistent. Uh, I still, I, I've said this since the beginning. I still think it is true now. You know, he's not necessarily going to win you the game. Mm-hmm. There, there will be times he hard carries, but um, you know, I, I could see them making playoffs. I could see them fighting, uh, especially with the slumping hundred thieves. I could yep. see them sneaking in um, for sure. So I think it's interesting. I, I, I hope they don't make too many of the substitutions uh, if they are hunting for a playoff spot and potentially like making it you know semis or something mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but uh i'm okay with it i mean they 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 were you know not really fan favorites last year um as much and i think that they're they're finding their footing and stuff so i think it's really fun to, to see them for sure cool. Yeah, yeah. So uh, one of the reasons why I didn't have Fly so high on my list was because I still have faith in our eighth place team, which is CLG. It's a weird one. And I say faith because I put them at seven, so it's not that big of a deal. Um, I still believe in Zeke's. You know, if you look at CLG, their level one and early game is like really nice. Like Rainover for his horrible performances, he's still like having like really great advantages at the very, very beginning of games. <laughs> and then, I don't know, the CLG of this season is just looking really, really sl- sloppy. I think sloppy is the right word. They just look all over the place. Dude, they lost Optic, man. Dude, come on. <laughs> come on, you can't be serious. I'm sorry. Like... Uh, like, to, to be fair, Optic did play a lot better than they had been showing, and I think it is a team that it won't challenge playoffs. I don't, at least I don't think they they even when they lose, they don't seem awful like Optic does. Mm-hmm. My issue with like Gold uh, Golden Gardens, uh, they're pretty much the same team at this point. <laughs> <laughs> so with Clutch Gaming, Clutch Gaming, CLG, holy crap! I'm just thinking of three different teams right now of CLG is. To me, that they look like a free opponent mm. if you're anywhere in the playoff race, you win that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd 100% Aside agree from Echo Fox, because obviously counter logic, right? <laughs> but I think I like it was supposed to be a close game against uh, TSM uh, yeah, because yeah. they both threw their first game, same score, three and four. They got f- destroyed. Like, who he. Did some nice plays, you know, but 
it, it was for nothing. Like he got solo kills. Oh yeah, you solo killed Hanser. Great for you. Now what? Right? Like I, even even they they allowed Aurelian Soul to go through mm-hmm. against Optic, who's supposed to be a much worse team. Yeah, they played perfectly around that. Like it's awful to say this, but like the fact that Darshan and Huhi are their most consistent players just shows you how bad this team is. And like just saying that Darshan is your most consistent player just shows you how bad this team is. I already see people like making the argument against that, like saying like, oh, oh but they beat FlyQuest and the like FlyQuest is the coveted gods of whatever that you just like mentioned previously. But like to be I'm gonna address that game specifically. I don't know what the hell Flycast was doing in their in their draft phase, but they literally gave everything over that CL. They gave they gave the store away to CLG. They're like, here, take everything. You want Kogma? Take Kogma. You want J four? Take J four. You want the winning matchup top lane too, or you want the alternate scaling matchup too? Take it. It's all yours. We're we're just gonna stick with Sejuani and Ori. Hello, is this? We guys watching the same draft? Like, I don't understand what the hell Flyquest was thinking in the draft. But and that was like everybody. Oh, dude, I, I remember looking at Twitter, like CLG's back, baby. They beat Flyquest. They're coming back. They're making the run. And I'm just thinking to myself, no, not even a teensy weensy little bit. This team, dude, I've used to have faith, but I don't see how this ever gets any better. And like, Sticks a like what? deciding when he wants to play the game. Like when 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 Optic Gaming wins and they're like, whew, man, like thank God we beat them. Like that's when you know. That's when you know that you're thought of as the worst team in the league. Uh-huh. Like when Optic Gaming looks relieved that they beat you, not because they're having such a losing record, but they're like, holy crap, this is the other team that's going to be tied for last. We better win this one so we can prove that we're not hot so, garbage. I mean, so look at the three wins they have, right? Because they're three and five now. Fly. We we talked about that fly threw away the, the draft. Golden mm-hmm. Guardians. Golden Guardians actually threw the game at Baron. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they misplayed that matchup, but Golden Guardians were looking like they were going to win that game. Uh, for 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 the majority. I mean, again, we we go back to like teams not really knowing how to play like that mid to late game, and Guardians being one of those teams that they've just looked kind of lost. Mm-hmm. And then Echo Fox. Echo Fox is the only win that I could say. Wow. You beat like a really good team. Props to you. <laughs> I just I don't understand. I, I think like, that's you'd allocate that more to Echo Fox than anything else. You'd be like, Echo yeah, Fox, yeah, yeah, exactly. Guys, like Cooney, was your keyboard plugged in, my dude? Like, is everything okay? Like, you got like, solo like, killed by Darshan. You got solo killed by Darshan. Uh, r- r- real quick, I I, I want to address that clip because they, they did the mic check and they yeah. put that clip I again, but they took, the, <laughs> they, they took out the... They took out the... Hootie's my fucking bitch! <laughs> and that's the funniest clip of Darshan. But, I mean... Again, like, they, they didn't beat TSM, which you could argue, right? Like, I mean, I know that you have... TSM just right above CLG, right, um, right now. But like, they they got destroyed by it. So so if even if that's true that TSM is a seventh place team from seventh to like the <laughs> bottom, that's like that's a huge drop off. That's almost bigger than like third and fourth. I I in my opinion, uh-huh. right? Like it's just so clear that if you lose to CLG and you're not like. If I if I if their record showed it, I would put CLG in tenth. 
currently. I yeah. think they stay at three wins for the rest of the season. Ooh. I think they don't win a single game You just want a ton of clips, this. don't you? That Manny's going to no, be like, yeah, hey, yeah, remember yeah, what dude, Rhino said check this? The team, check the team. <laughs> no, it's like I mean, COG wins, listen, COG wrong, wins the I'm playoffs. Wrong, I'm, I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But if I look at the team right now and how they're playing, and you try and tell me that they go into their next couple weeks and that they're going to come up with some big wins, first game, Team Liquid, hell no. Next game, 100 Thieves. If 100 Thieves wakes up and realize that they can win besides mid to late game, that's maybe the only game they take. Six, week six, clutch gaming, they lose. Week seven, Golden Guardians. That's maybe that's if Golden Guardians decides that they just don't want to practice for the next two weeks against CLG. <laughs> like, I, 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 I can agree. I, I mean, the, I gave them the most respect with eighth being of like this little like bottom group of like Optic, Golden Guardians, and uh, CLG. I gave them that like little. I gave them the the courtesy of eighth because uh-huh. I thought. Okay, if anybody can turn it around of those three teams, it's going to be CLG. Yeah, but at this point, I'm gonna say it's Optic. To be honest, <laughs> but, you know that's, yeah. that's all right. So let's go to our ninth team, Optic Gaming. <laughs> so we've already talked about like Optic and then Golden Guardians tenth. So let's just flush out some of those details officially. So Optic Gaming, what's up with Optic Gaming? I think we had them tenth before, right? I'm yes. sure we did. Yeah. They're moving up. They're one stop <laughs> one step at a time. I, I Again, think. honestly, if their record showed it, they would actually be eighth for me. But you know, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll take it one step at a time. So I just want to say that in all the games, I think aside from no, because even Team Liquid, they they like they who who, who do they have wins against? I just know that they, they've been playing well. I think is is what I want to say. Like Optic have lost a lot of games, but they aren't necessarily hard losing those games. I still don't like Acadian uh, and um, Lemon. I I I I think like those are the big like factors. I mean Zig as well, but like Zig had a reoccurring week. They were they were like Zig, wake up! He's like. <gasps> I'm a pro. (laughs) I can't be last. It's like, there you go, boy. But aside from that, like, I I think, I think like they show promise, right? Maybe they won't even like reach close to like playoff contention, you know, like maybe they don't even overtake uh, CLG. But I think that this team actually has shown promise, Mm -hmm. you know, like Go ahead, finish what you're saying. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna say, like, I just, I just don't <laughs> see them being the absolute like worst. You know, they, their players' skills have actually improved, and you know, to to say like, I think that Power of Evil has actually matured as a person and a player mm-hmm. because he doesn't look as awful as he did with Opt- um, Origin, right? Yeah, which was my huge concern that he would just look like shit and. He hasn't. He like he has his off games, but he doesn't have like. Oh, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> it's like he stopped to hear Aurelian Soul. He had the answer yeah. to Aurelian Soul. Like, not many players can say that. Like, other people still respect it that hard. Yeah. Like, this one thing. Like, who he knows how to play Aurelian Soul, but mm-hmm. like, Pyro was like, yeah, dude, okay, play it. I'll go five zero four on Rise. That's fine too. I, I like. I'll rotate you. That's cool. <laughs> Or I'll just push you into turret. You'll have no idea what to do. Like he had an answer to that. That's really, I, I was impressed by that. But I think mm-hmm. that just from knowing the organization for Optic, if you look at all the repeated failures of Optic, 
and their ability to grow their players and organization outside mm-hmm. of League of Legends because this is obviously their first experience of League of Legends. But like with their growth on Halo and their growth on um, Call of Duty, I know it's FPS and I know it's a completely different mentality for the game. But that organization knows how to turn players into champions. And if they don't, they'll get the right people to teach you how to be a champion. Gotcha. So I think that I would give this team time. I, I have a soft spot for Optic because I love Hex, man. I love <laughs> some Hex. And I love everything that Optic's been about. But I think this is like the biggest PR move for League of Legends, adapting the, probably the biggest brand in esports into the, into the scene. And now mm-hmm. they have to sink or swim and i mean in the past optic has swam but i don't know if this one's going to sink or not for sure. me the biggest question marks zig not acadian but hmm. i think zig's in lemon zig and lemonation man zig i, I remember All right, the, so we have the common man lemonation needs to get the fuck out <laughs> lemonation, <laughs> lemonation i saw was it the post this week that was like oh lemonation turned on a life and a wife for league of legends yeah, yeah, the yeah. Travis Gafford interview. Yep. I was yeah. like, what do you mean he turned out a life and a wife? He doesn't realize that he's slowly washing up. Like, I don't understand. You, oh man, dude, I was so sad. I felt so bad. Dude. I'm like, he actually thinks he's going to become one of the best again. He can't give up the glory days of C9. Like, there's a time you realize that you're not going to get to that, to that, uh, that, what's the word I'm looking for? The caliber of player, like Smoothie, uh-huh. Biofrost, mm-hmm. or, uh, like Mithy, like you can't compete with those people. You're off the table at this point. Ole, by the way. Ole too. My bad. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You gotta at least mention the top three spots in the <laughs> top three. Sorry. <laughs> I do have a lot of respect for Biofrost, but I don't know. I, I, I do too. I mean, I don't think like Biofrost hasn't had like amazing games, but like he was like Biofrost did a lot for double lift, right? Like mm-hmm. I think like everyone has to do a lot for double lift. Going just quickly back to the COG thing, right? Mm-hmm. Biofrost has not been doing bad, but it's like, what can you do when your Caitlyn is like, hee hee, I have a zillion or I'm gonna front line. It's like, God damn it. <laughs> Six say just play fucking Urigot, go full bruiser. I don't care. Dude. Here's the thing, like both the other players that they used to play with. So like when you think iconic, you think like the, the bot lane's just like the bot lane switch. So now it's Biofrost who's supposed to be the quiet one in that duo and Stixay who's supposed to be the quiet one in that duo. Mm-hmm. So what do you do when neither of them know I have like have any like somebody has to have like priority in it, right? So somebody has to have a voice and to tell you what to do in the lane. Like there has to be some sort of communication. Yeah. And since we know that Biofrost left because of some communication issues, what 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 happens? I, w- I really want to hear what the comms sound like for that because I feel like it's just like the rest of the team's talking and then it's just bot lanes like silent. I think my my, my favorite comm will forever be who needs my fucking star <laughs> shot That's all that matters. The caster's reaction is also hilarious. Uh, They're like, whoa. Uh, do we, <laughs> we want to even talk about Golden Guardians? Um, yes, I actually do. All right, so last place, Golden Guardians. Uh, what do you have to say, Manny? Dude, Deft and Mata, I'm finally glad that they showed up, dude, against the fucking best. Uh, Deft and Mata? Deft? Yeah, Deft and Mata. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, they, that's who they think they bought. You know, they, they misplaced a couple letters, but that's okay. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like, dude, this guy's so cheap. Why? Nobody what wants him, dude. dude. No one wants Deft? Oh, he, dude, somebody is took, he really that washed somebody up? Somebody took your IGM while you were on the free market. It's okay. Come over here. We'll just add an LY. We'll just add an LY, dude. 
Oh man, it's it's. Uh, I thought I thought oh, that was God. one of the funniest oh, uh, memes. I mean, so funny enough, like I always saw this team, and the way that this team was gonna win was having Glorlo on a carry or a bruiser. Um, Deft and Matt literally just had to. Matt had to play a playmaking support, and Deft had to have like a, a nice, safe or like you know like decent ADC that he if he got caught out or something he wouldn't like suffer too much. Mm-hmm. And then mid lane, you just have a control mage because that's what literally high is amazing at control mages, right? Oriana, <laughs> like stuff like that. Oriana's not in meta, but like he he plays it decently, right? Yeah, like, yeah. So I always saw like all of this like going on, and in contracts you just put them on a hard carry. How they beat, you know, like how they win their game, just by doing that, right? Like they beat a hundred thieves, and yes, a hundred thieves again slumping and everything, but. Contracts played beautifully. Oh yeah, that, game. <laughs> that, that, that Camille was nasty. So I, I found it hilarious because I had always said like, oh yeah, this is like, you know, this is how this team should should function. I'm I'm so happy that they got this win against a good team, right? Mm-hmm. Like, no matter if you're slumping, if you beat like, you know, if you were to beat Team Liquid, you go, wow, we beat Team Team Liquid, right? They're still tenth, but I think that this team has the room to grow so much and they showed that just with this game right uh they showed that they can actually take off wins if the opponent sleeps on them you know or mm-hmm. if the opponent doesn't know how to play against the composition like like you know again if you have a Sejuani against losing top like you camp the top lane because everywhere else in the map is going to be fine. You just camp top, make sure that Orin doesn't go behind. I, I legitimately don't think Meteos visited top once. And Lorlo was like, oh, yeah, I'll have a 50 CS differential against arguably one of the better tops in, in, in the league. Like, I think like this team shows that you can't necessarily sleep on them, which I'm really happy for. Mm-hmm. right? And again, I think they still should have been in COG. They threw... I mean, it happens, right? It's understandable. And like people were saying, he he losing to Golden Guardians. I think that's unfair to the organization and the team. Like they are the worst team, but they are professionals. They are pro players. Like they are yeah. not bad. They're not awful, right? Like again, you can put Matt into um you can put Matt into Optic, that's an improvement, right? You could put Lorlo into Optic, that's an improvement. So like they have good players in in all honesty they have really good players i think it's just hard to see this when all these other teams imported at least one person right and like one really good person yeah so i I still see i I, i'm hopeful for them you know like I'll, i'll cheer them on you know like they probably won't win that many games they'll probably still finish ninth or tenth um that going with like if COG really do shit the bed, I think they'll finish ninth above <laughs> COG. But um I, I think like they're not they're not god awful as as people show them to be. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the fact that they also had to deal with like their coach leaving because of other reasons, like yeah, uh Tyler, who's the uh, the new their new head coach, like he was the assistant coach, but he he knows his stuff, right? Like he he was hired to to begin with, and he's like actually like uh, has a good understanding. And I think that the team will probably be able to scrape by some some more some more wins in the future. Cool. All right. I, I think it's just an unfortunate situation. I agree with you. You agree? 
All right, cool. So that, yeah, that pretty much rounds out our power rankings for this week. Hopefully we'll be able to do one next week. We're planning on, I, I think we're planning on doing these weekly, especially if you like them, let us know so that we can uh, be more encouraged to do them. So that is it for these power rankings. Let us know what you guys think. If you disagree, if you think TSM is actually seventh or if you think they're fourth, we will only see in the future. So thanks for listening to another episode of the Eye of the Watchers podcast, where we give you all the support and insight you need to get hyped about League of Legends esports. See you guys. See ya. Bye.